I was just looking at the clock there to see what time it is. If you understand this, you can change your future right now in a really positive way. Guys, hi, Dini here from Bitcoin with Dini. Um, remember, nothing here is financial advice. I just try and share some of the things I've learned along my journey. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get myself in a position where I could retire uh, at under 40 years of age. Uh, I still work. I sort of work part-time because I enjoy the buzz, I enjoy the crack, and I'm very passionate about teaching people about Bitcoin and teaching people about all the lessons about health, but they are different businesses. I've broken my back many years ago and rehabilitated that. Today I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, technology so you can understand how the world is trending. Now I don't think I'm going to have too many people on the live here because it's, uh, it's 6am on a Sunday morning and uh, I was just saying when I was a kid, okay, I wouldn't be able to sleep on Christmas night and then on Christmas morning I'd just keep waking up during the night and then I'd wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning and I'd get up out of bed. And uh, now as an adult, and the reason I do that is because I'd be really excited about Santi coming. And uh, that hasn't changed for me. I would get really excited whenever I'm going doing fun stuff or riding my motorbike or something I'm really looking forward to. And of course, last night I couldn't sleep and then I was awake at three and I was awake at four and eventually I just got out of bed at five. So, um, so that's Dini. Uh, I don't think that'll ever go away. It's funny though, isn't it? Uh, when I was a kid, I, w I wouldn't have thought that my parents like still acted childishly but uh, now that I'm a little bit older I'm like no nah, nothing really changes but uh, technology is deflationary okay and when you understand this you can really understand the inevitability of how the world's going to trend in the next decade and two decades and then you can position yourself um, accordingly uh, and I believe it's going to retire you early um, it's it's somewhat of an inevitability so technology, what's allowing me to zoom to you and not have to go and knock on individual house doors and go, good morning, what's the crack? I just want to tell you about technology being discretionary, okay? So I don't have to do that. I can zoom to, or I can, uh, I can broadcast uh, over these social medias to thousands of people, um, all from my house, and technology allows me to do that, okay? And you need to understand first technology and then fiat, and then you're going to understand how there's... the they're bashing heads against each other. Now, it was Jeff Booth who really helped me understand this deeply. And I sort of had to ponder on it for a year after he explained it to me numerous times <clears throat> before I really got it. And now I just get it so clearly. Um, and you can just see the future. All right, but I just want to show you my phone. And you can look at your own phone and just have a look. Because basically, technology is deflationary. What that means is technology is making things cheaper. Okay? My life is more abundant. Okay? I have more abundance for cheaper today than I did five years ago, than I did 10 years ago, than I did 15 years ago, 20 years ago, okay? And that's because of the access to technology. Now, I'm not talking about um, wages to cost of living or cost of buying a house to wages. We're going to disregard those, okay? Because we're using fiat to measure them, which is euros, and that's a broken measurement stick. I'll explain that later. <clears throat> you might need to remind me, <laughs> okay? But just take a look at your mobile phone, all right? Uh, and if you like the video, give a little like. Jeez, we have a couple of people up early, fair play to this. But right there, the first thing you see is there is a calendar, okay? Back in the good old days, you had to buy calendars. You had to go to the shop, drive there, spend some petrol, and buy your little calendar, okay? Sometimes the banks would give you a free one. They were making so much money, they could print them out for you. Okay, beside the calendar is a calculator, okay? Calculators are now free, free and abundant. They didn't used to be. You used to have to buy a calculator. Okay, so I just want to show you all these things that we used to have to purchase and we now just get them for free. They're just included in life. Okay, see right here, gallery. 
the next one down, alright, you just have to go and buy a photo album. You just have to go and buy a physical photo album and now it just comes free in your phone. It's just part of software. See this other one here right beside, and I'm, you'll notice I'm pretty much going through every app on my phone here. <laughs> this next one right beside it, Spotify. Okay, you just have to go down to the fucking the music store and buy a song. And it was whatever it was, 10 quid, 7 quid for a single. Back in the good old days, okay? But now you don't. Now for 7 quid you get every song in the world. 7 quid, every song in the world. You used to get one, now you get every song in the world for the same price. So you see, technology is driving prices down. What else have we got here? Uh, cheats. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what cheats replacing? Um, you used to have to like go and buy a book and draw a load of lines on it and, and create Excel sheets. Um, okay, MSM, Magic Seaweed. If you're into any niche things, you'll notice this. So that's Magic Seaweed. I used to, I used to have to do this and I remember doing it. You remember going to fishing shops and buying a tide timetables, which was a little book which told you what time the tide was going to come in at every day for the year. Okay, I don't have to do that anymore. It's free on Magic Seaweed. Okay, so these are just examples of things that you used to have to purchase and you no longer have to purchase them because technology just drives the price of everything down. Everything should get cheaper with technology. And if you're a rational thinking person, you know, you'll, you'll be sitting in your house and you might look around at the walls and you might go, I wonder how hard it was to build a house 50 years ago. And now with all the modern technologies, it must be a lot easier. It must be a lot more efficient. It must be a lot faster. And then if you're really a rational thinking person, you know, you might rub your chin like this to look a bit sophisticated. And you might go, why are the bloody things so expensive when I could buy one of these for 20 grand, like only 30, 40 years ago. And, and now I need half a million when it's cheaper and easier and faster. Okay. And you'd be right to think that. Most people don't, but you would be right if you questioned it and you didn't just swallow the... Oh, it's just price inflation. We need it. Okay? Because that's just how you brainwash people into wasting their whole life working in a machine. And there's more to life than that, I believe. And hopefully, if you're tuned into this channel, you realize that. Okay? There's no suits here. It's all about time. For me, time is the asset. Okay? And uh, you can chase money all your, all your life, but I believe, and Steve Jobs taught me this, that once you have enough money to spend time on your terms, what's the point in giving up your time for work? All right? But most people don't. They just get sucked into the propaganda and uh, and then they end up in the box. So hopefully that's not you. I want more for you. Uh, I want you to enjoy the abundance and the time and there's going to be some learning to get there. And I know a lot of you are on the journey and I've enjoyed seeing it. And I've got names that pop up on the likes and the comments for years now. And you can just see the development of the people and how they're smart and how they're clued in and how they're learning. And it's not going to be an accident that, you know, I believe in the not too distant future, life's going to be very different for you. <clears throat> as it was sort of for me right now and, and that was from the steps that I took 10 years ago. So technology is deflationary, all the little apps I showed you there, making things cheaper, technology drives down the price of things, okay? But fiat on the other hand, and if you're not sure of the term fiat, I'll keep this beginner friendly because my job is to educate people the basics of, of financial education. It's 6am here on a Sunday morning so I'm just whispering, uh, guys if you like the video, if you're catching this later, and drop a comment in, hit the like, say hello. But the euro, which is called fiat currency, okay, ask anyone in the bank and they won't even know what fiat is, which is kind of funny because, like, they work in finance and it's basically the money. Um, but fiat money is the opposite. Fiat is inflationary. So the price of stuff always has to go up on the, uh, on the fiat standard that we're on. 
this money system, using the euro, using the euro to allow the euro, the financial system of the euro, to continue, it relies on stuff getting more expensive. Okay, more expensive, more expensive. So every year, that means the euro has to lose value. It has to for the system to continue. All right, most people don't realize this. For the first half of my life, when I was poor and I lived in a caravan, all I wanted to be was wealthy and have time. I didn't realize this, and I thought rich people had euros, and I was accumulating euros, saving euros, and I wondered why I was not winning in the system because I was totally playing the game wrong. Okay, so the system of the euro relies on prices rising or the value of the euro always going down. Technology is doing the opposite. Technology is trying to pull prices down and give people more value. So you can see there that you have technology and our whole money system, and money is half of everything, okay? So you have every good or service on the planet, and on the other side of that trade, you have the money, okay? So it's involved in everything. So you've got technology trying to pull prices down, and you've got the money system, which needs prices to go up for it to work, okay? Now, the other thing that the money system does is it centralizes the power, the euro system, okay? Because it's a corrupt system, it's built on lies, Again, if any of you have looked at any of Jeff Boots' work, it's amazing on this, and there's many other people who've done a lot of good work on this. But our money system is based on lies, like it's corrupt. <clears throat> and that can be a strong expression if, if you don't understand the money. You're like, come on, Dini, what do you mean? The money system is based on theft, okay? And I'll explain it in really basic terms so everyone can get this. If you have a 2% inflation, all right, which is... The narrative that's pushed that we should have two percent inflation even though it's much higher okay the numbers are manipulated it's more like ten percent okay but if you have a two percent inflation that means every year for every hundred euros you have two euros are stolen from you gone right we're not talking about all the tax you pay and believe me you pay over 50 percent tax even if you're on the lower tax, tax bracket when you consider all the other taxes and the tax you pay on tax and the tax and the other tax okay and the tax on food and the tax on fuel and tax on energy okay so we're not talking about all the tax, we're just talking about the silent theft that most people who don't understand finance don't understand that they're being taxed this way, okay? Because it's a silent theft. So if the money system is designed to have a 2% inflation, that means every year 2% of your money should be robbed. So that means I could go into your house, I can look around and I can go, I'm entitled to 2% of the stuff in this house, I'll take this and this and this. Like, would you be happy? No, most people wouldn't. They'd be like, get the hell out of my house, you can't steal my stuff. But that's how our money system works. In uh, 2021, you suffered around 15% theft of your wealth, okay? So inflation came and took 15% of your purchasing power. Now, don't confuse your money and your purchasing power, okay? Because you still have the same amount of euros in the bank, but they don't buy you as much stuff. So the loss in purchasing power, remember earlier I mentioned how a house used to be able to buy a house for 20,000, and now they cost 500,000. The reason for that is, okay, is that the money lost its purchasing power. The house is still the house. In fact, the house is easier to build, cheaper to build, and faster to build. So technically, if you had a good money, a sound money, today a house should be about 15 grand to build, all right, using that rationale. But it's not, and that's because of the purchasing power. It's not the amount of money. That's where you get confused. That's why people, you know, used to wish they were a millionaire, you know, but in today's uh, terms, this is the year 2023, a millionaire isn't that wealthy. You know, if, you, if I give you a million today and you've no house, no car, buy a house buy a car and you've got a couple hundred grand in the bank uh, pay your tax for two or three years and now you're broke again so a millionaire when i was a kid used to be someone who never had to work again but a millionaire now is just someone who's you know who's got a nice bank balance but they're certainly not wealthy they certainly can't retire uh, early just sitting on a million which is unfortunate 
but that is the money system we live in. It always has to drive the value of the money down. All right, and it's really important that you understand this because most people, they go and they exchange their time for money and they don't understand money. And, and I've done this for the first half of my life. And it's like going onto a soccer pitch, okay, and trying to play the game of soccer, but no one has ever explained the game to you. And you're running around like a headless chicken. You're probably not even running after the feckin' ball. Like, how good of a player do you think you'll be? You'll be the worst player in the field, unless nobody understands the rules, so everyone's just running around like a headless chicken. And, but, there's a select one or two players who do understand the rules. Do you think they're going to be better than everyone else? Of course they are. Do you think they're going to be the best players on the team? Of course they are. Alright, now bring that analogy to the money system. Most people don't understand their money is, therefore most people struggle with money and they work their asses off and they lose time with their family and then they die for someone else's agenda and very few people in the world understand money really well and therefore they're able to play the game a lot better and therefore they don't work as hard. They have all the time and they have all the money, okay? And that's the fiat system, okay? And that's just a basic analogy of rules and why it's important to learn the rules of money. There's no point in exchanging your time for money unless you understand money, I think. And I'm just saying that from my own experience because I didn't understand money and I played the game money and I played it bad because I lived in a caravan, okay? Guys, hit the like if you like the little ramblings here. So fiat, the euro, the system, the money system of the euro centralizes the power, okay? What that means is it, it tends to bring the money to fewer people, okay? It centralizes to the 1%. Um, and I called it theft earlier because inflation is theft. The beauty is, is that you're not, if you watch my podcast with Greg Foss, that Wall Street money manager, Wall Street trader, 35 years experience, and I asked Greg, why can't they teach us this in school? And his answer was, they can't because the whole money system relies on People not understanding this. Some wealthy people figure it out and they teach their kids. But, you know, the people who run the world, build the world, uh, you know, all the workers of the world, it's important that they don't figure out how the system works because it relies on, on them not understanding it. So how the power is centralized is most people don't understand it. So they accumulate either debt, okay, because you're encouraged to go into debt. It's a debt-based system, meaning it works on debt. That's why... That's why it always has to grow. The debt has to grow. Why? Because the um, the fucking interest on the debt has constantly grown. All right. So you just need more debt on top of it. And then what you do is you debase the money. So you devalue the money, and that makes the purchasing power of the debt less liable. Okay, less less costly. And and that's basically what all governments do, and what all well, it's what what all governments do, and what all wealthy people do is they just refinance. And they let inflation take care of their debt. Okay, so they use the system to their advantage. The problem is on the other side of that trade, the 99% who don't understand this, the debt is killing them. Okay, so they don't understand the difference between good debt and bad debt. So they're encouraged to go into debt, okay, but it's always bad debt. They're encouraged to consume because the money system encourages consumption and consume more, buy more. You always have the new one. You always have to keep up with the Joneses, okay? There's all this propaganda mm. and uh, chase the shiny thing, right? And because people have no time to actually sit and enjoy their time and enjoy their life and look up at the sky at night or just sit in the field and look out at a lovely view and actually contemplate, okay, so they can find inner happiness. People are always on this rat wheel chasing and working and chasing and working. So they just want the thing. The thing will make me happy if I have that thing. I'm going to get the next thing, 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 thing. All right? Okay? And this is just how the money system is tricked and fooled and and brainwash the whole society in, into running after someone else's agenda and never actually getting to experience their own life and, uh, and find a little bit of meaning in their own life.
Now I'm just going to touch on Bitcoin for one moment. I know I haven't even mentioned Bitcoin, but I want to touch on it for a moment. So fiat encourages this consumerism, and of course we're you know we have the climate agenda now where people are going to be told to eat bugs and that's going to fix the earth if you eat crickets. When you understand the money system, you'll realize that it's just that crickets are a lot cheaper to manufacture than actual healthy food like you know cattle and sheep and and pigs and everything. And that's why the agenda is, but the narrative will be climate change, but it's nothing to do with that. It's just that the feed system has to believe the value of everything, okay? Everything has to cost more, so we need to lose the quality. Quality deteriorates to keep price stable. So you can still say this, you can still pay the same price for your burgers, but instead of getting beef burgers, you're getting cricket burgers or insect burgers, okay? And this is just how the feed system works. When you understand money, this stuff's crystal clear. Um, Bear with me if this is all new content for you. And if you enjoy this content, guys, push it out there. There is a lot in this video. Uh, I was talking about technology earlier, and I really want people to try and get this, because if you can understand this concept, you really understand where the world trends, and you really understand how to position yourself, okay? So you can retire early, so you can generate wealth for your family, because the system is doing the opposite. The system is attempting to make you poorer. It has to make you poorer, okay, for the system to continue and work, all right? But that's not good for you. I'd rather you had the wealth in abundance. Uh, to go and enjoy the time because I think everyone deserves that. So Bitcoin for a second. The fiat system pushes consumerism. Bitcoin does the exact opposite. I was at a Bitcoin event there on what was it Thursday and I was chatting to a load of Bitcoiners and these are all people. You know, I was chatting to a gang who were in my retire early club and we we're just chatting about mindset and how Bitcoin changed your mindset. See when you understand Bitcoin you understand money. Okay, you understand food, you understand healthcare, you, everything just makes total sense to you. You see all the problems. Um, with the, with the world and where people are pushed in the wrong direction, um, and therefore Bitcoin changes your mindset because with Bitcoin you have a deflationary money, okay? Or, or let's put it in simpler terms, you have a money that increases in purchasing power. Now what that means is, is that you, that changes your mind because rather than you having a money that you know is guaranteed to go down in value, you know in five years whatever you save in the bank is going to buy you less stuff, you know. Maybe you don't know that, but that's the facts, right? But a lot of people instinctively know this. Sort of encouraged to spend their money because they can never get ahead in the system. They just want the next thing to satisfy their need as opposed to having you know, to save up some money and have some time to enjoy their life. With Bitcoin, it's quite the opposite. Because Bitcoin increases your purchasing power, one, gives you hope, gives you hope for a better future. All right? And when you understand Bitcoin, it's inevitability. It's like, this is so amazing. It's done such positive things for my life. Like, pretty inevitable that other people are going to figure this out and use this technology. Um, despite, of course, the narrative, the media, who are controlled by the 1% own the media, so they push the narrative of Bitcoin bad. But that's not slowing down Bitcoin's adoption. Bitcoin's adoption is going hockey stick, okay? There's never been an all-time high for hash rate. That means the power of the Bitcoin network. There's all-time highs for the people owning 0.01 Bitcoin, 0.1 Bitcoin, and 1 Bitcoin. is all all-time high. So that means individual small entities are figuring this out and going, hmm, well, there's a money system that goes up in purchasing power. I'm going to have a little bit of exposure to that. And whether it's 0 0.01, they're just dipping their toe in with 100 quid or something, or they're after uh, making it more meaningful, uh, like buying a Bitcoin, okay? But the network is growing, is my point, all right? Now, because it increases in purchasing power, your incentive isn't to spend it. Your incentive is now to save, okay? Because... Everyone has seen the stories. If you're half interested in the space, oh, did you hear about your man? He he bought ten he bought two pizzas for ten thousand bitcoins. Like, how does he feel today? 
He gave away 10,000 bitcoins, hundreds of millions of value for two bloody pieces. Okay? And this is how Bitcoin changes us as individuals and will change our world for the better. It's going to get us away from this consumerism and bring us back to, you know, our true meaning on this planet, which is, I don't know what it is. We all have a different meaning, but it's for us to have the time to explore it and figure it out and enjoy it and just be human beings as opposed to human doings, doing, 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 working, 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 trying to stay ahead, trying to pay the bills, you know. Okay, and that's the beauty of Bitcoin, okay, because it can change, because it changes your, and, and I suppose my whole rambling, my whole rant, I'll try and stay on point, I haven't done a live in a while, so I've got a lot, and I'm trying to cover a lot in this, because it's, a, it's, it's quite a broad subject, and it's something I've been thinking, uh, I've been pondering on for about a year, to try and get to where I am with it, but as I was chatting to the guys in the retiree club, the number one thing that was coming up was that it, it changes how to think about money. Uh, one of the guys even mentioned, he's like, I used to buy all, cons- you know, um, label stuff like branded gear. And he's like, no, I just don't bother. It's just, it just doesn't mean that to me anymore. I'd rather have that money to put into a savings technology that can give me more freedom in the future than have the label today. So it incentivizes what's called deferred gratification. And deferred gratification, I believe, has been something I've used to my advantage. Deferred gratification is what allowed me to retire before 40. Okay, and what that means is, it's like the marshmallow experiment. Excuse me, I'm just having breakfast there now, I feel a burp coming up. Um, they gave kids, sat a marshmallow in front of a kid, and they left the room, and they said to the kid before they leave, they said, if you don't eat that marshmallow, when I come back, I'm going to give you a second marshmallow. Okay, and this is basically what investing is. All right, now they followed these kids. This was done, I think, in the 70s. They followed those kids. Most of the kids would just grab the marshmallow and go, ah, fuck that, I can't, I'm going to eat it. But the kids who had discipline, and here's discipline, all right? This is why I do fasting, because it builds your discipline. Discipline is the most important skill. I think discipline is what separates really successful people from procrastinators who do nothing. All right, and I'm, I'm, I'm both, I'm great at procrastinating. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not like this perfect discipline person. I have to work on my discipline all the time, all right? But they followed those kids in the experiment, and the kids who ate the marshmallow, they didn't have as much success in life. They didn't have as much happiness in life. And the kids who didn't eat the marshmallow and waited to get two marshmallows, you know, when they came back into the room, they found that these people, these kids ended up in much more successful careers. They were financially much more uh, successful. Um, they had better relationships, all this sort of stuff. So the whole point of the thing was just to show that deferring gratification, okay, or investing in, in one's future. They took an investment of, I'm going to sit here and look at a marshmallow for until that man comes back he's going to give me another one so they invested in their in a better future because they're a kid and they wanted two marshmallows instead of one so discipline is a really important skill and and this is sort of how bitcoin fits in because bitcoin changes your thinking and rather than being a consumer it helps you to defer your gratification for a better future okay and change your mindset and change your habits because when you really think rationally and if you've absorbed this whole video and if you haven't i encourage you to go back because there's a lot in it um, if you really think rationally, you'll see that this system can continue because we've got artificial intelligence just launched now, and that's going to be so um, disruptionary. Like that's going to disrupt thousands of industries over the next five years. Look how good the thing is already. That's the first iteration of it. Give it six months, how better is it going to be? Give it a year, how better is it going to be? Okay, so industries are just going to be wiped out. And this is technology. It's driving down the price of everything. I'll give you another. I've shown the apps on my phone. I was going through them earlier. And I'll just show you this. Here's another one. This app's called Canva. Okay, see Canva there? All right, when I first went into business, 
and I needed any sort of a little flyer done. Back in the good old days, some of you guys who were around a bit longer might remember this, but we used to put flyers up as business people to promote a business. But I needed to go to a graphic designer because I didn't have the skills to do it um, to go and get a flyer designed. Now I have a free app on my phone that makes it simple that, it, that a numpty like me with no graphic design experience can design a flyer. Except it's not a flyer anymore. It's going to be a thumbnail or it's going to be some sort of social media heading. All right, but I can do it. And guess how much Canva costs me? It's free. Technology makes everything free. And all this AI software is even out doing that. Because now rather than it being me doing it, I'm going to be able to get an AI to do it for free who's going to have more skills than every graphic designer in the world. This is technology. Price of everything has to go down with technology. Okay? But remember earlier, we talked about the money system. Price has to go up. If you see a problem... Okay, you have a money system where the price has to always go up and you have technology where the price is always going down. Like they're bashing against each other. How does the money system continue the way it is? Remember, euros, everything has to go up in price. Okay, so we get this mass manipulation. Um, and when you understand this, you realise that it's impossible for the money system to continue as it is. There has to be some sort of a, a debt default or, you know, Conspiracy theories will, will, will argue that there's going to be a manufactured um, event, okay? Something manufactured to get everyone onto the digital euro and the digital pound because that's a money system. And this is the difference. People think it's, ah, oh, sure, what's the difference? I don't really use cash anyway. You have no clue. You need to understand about money or you'll be a debt slave forever. But a digital euro, okay, is a money system that's not backed by debt, it's not based on debt, it's straight from the central bank, so you don't have the commercial banking sector. So the digital euro is like, that's that's raging war on the commercial banking sector. People think the digital euro is like going to affect Bitcoin, it's like, you haven't a clue. Digital euro is nothing against Bitcoin, it actually promotes Bitcoin better than me doing all my Facebook videos ever can. Look what happened in Nigeria, they bought out the, the digital Naira, and they're burning the banks as carnage over there, and Bitcoin adoption is going through the roof. Okay, and the commercial banks are all falling apart and getting burnt. So the digital euro is a war in the banks. And the digital euro is a money system that's not backed by debt. Okay, it'll be issued straight from the central banks, the European Central Bank probably, for still in the euro. Um, but, but that's an inevitability. So people who think cash is going to survive and we can protest, you're just not understanding how money and technology works. All right? They're, they're, they're like car crashing into each other. And that can't continue. Okay? Because technology is going to keep driving the price down and the money system has to, has to drive the price up. So that's why I know with 100% certainty that the money system as it is cannot continue. How long we continue? I don't know. Is it five years? Whatever. doesn't matter. But all I know is that all this does is promote Bitcoin more and more and more and more. Because Bitcoin is the opposite of all this nonsense. So money that goes up in value over time is volatile. Is it volatile? Yes, it's volatile. You know. In 2020, my Bitcoin went up a thousand percent, and in 2023, my Bitcoin went down 80, uh, 60%. If you only joined Bitcoin or started to buy Bitcoin in 2022, uh, sorry, 2022 went down 60%. If you only get into Bitcoin then, well, now you're in pain. But like all of us Bitcoiners, if you're prepared to dollar cost average and hold the thing over time, it'll go down some, and it likely goes up a hell of a lot more over time. That's why I say, with the Retiree Club, with all my consulting, when we're building this stuff into pension plans for people, Four years. If you're not prepared to hold your Bitcoin, if you're not prepared to defer your gratification, if you're not prepared to invest for four years, you shouldn't be here. Go buy altcoins. Go chase the guest rich quick because 
you're not going to get rich quick. You're going to just stay poor with that mindset. It's okay. Investing is all about deferring your gratification, putting in the work. Think of the gym. I broke my back. I understand this journey. I love going to the gym. I love working on my body. I think it's a privilege after you've laid in a hospital bed, stared at the ceiling and prayed to God that you could walk again. <laughs> it changes your, your demeanor a little bit, okay? But going to the gym, working on your physical fitness is the exact same. You don't see a difference in your body. You go to the gym, you bust your ass, you're sweating, you're in pain the next day. Nothing changes in your body. It's cumulatively over time it compounds. And that's where the results come from time. It's the very same thing in Bitcoin. Guys, not only here is financial advice. It's mainly just common sense stuff. If you like the video, please give it a share. A lot of people probably could do it. Seeing this information, a lot of people, the media is making sure you don't understand this information. So it's us stuff as individuals to try and share, push the content out there. Learning about Bitcoin was the best decision I ever made in my life. It's not going to make you rich uh, quick, okay? But I believe, and there's many more smarter people, much smarter than me, uh, believe that it's got the potential to uh, definitely make you very, very wealthy in the not too distant future. And remember, the existing financial system needs to make you poor, okay, at an accelerated rate. And that's why a lot of you people are finding harder and harder and harder to get ahead. And you're finding that the cost of living is just going up and up and you're having to work harder for the same. Not, And you should work harder for more, but you're having to work harder for the same. And if that doesn't make rational sense to you, don't worry, you're a rational thinking person. Use your rationality and have to try and figure out Bitcoin. <laughs> Guys, have a super Sunday. I'm going motocrossing today. I'm really excited. It is 20 to 7. So congratulations to all the early birds who are up early on a Sunday. Hope you have a super weekend, super day. Give it a share. If you liked the video, give it a comment. If something didn't make sense or, uh, or you have any comments, I'd love to hear them. But uh, like I said, it took me at least 12 months of pondering on this to try and get to where I am with it. And... I just see it as a total inevitability. Money system is doomed to failure, or not doomed to failure. Let me reprogram that because people will look for a reason to go, oh, you're wrong. The money system, the only way this money system can continue is if we, if we debase the money further, which means we need to keep inflating at a higher and higher rate, okay? So inflation is not going to be 2%. And we can see that in the States, they're changing how they measure inflation. And the reason they're changing it is basically just so they can doctor the numbers. If we measure inflation the way we measure inflation in the 70s, our inflation right now is somewhere around 20%. So we're, you know, and the only reason why we're not feeling that is because technology is doing the opposite. It's made, every year technology makes our life more abundant and cheaper. All right. And that hides the fact that the money is so broken that most of us sort of just, you know, it's like poking needles into someone. It's not killing them. It's just killing them slowly. You know, it's like, ow, 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 ow. But eventually you put little holes in someone. They're going to die. Okay, and that's what we're happening now. So don't bleed out. Understand uh, Bitcoin. I could go on. I could go right into Bitcoin now. Uh, and I'm enjoying the rant, but I won't. So I'll just say, guys, good morning. It's awesome to see us here. Keep learning. For me, Bitcoin is the best thing I ever learned about. And uh, don't worry. You don't need to learn it on a day or week or month or year. Because hopefully you're going to live a lot longer than that. Touch wood, we all are. Been out.